Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What you got to do, it's so easy. Download the Anchor app, go to anchor.fm and get started. It is so easy. We love Anchor. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for sponsoring our show because again, they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things. So we say support them because they support us. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scarborough Country, the Virus Edition, aka the Panty Pods, aka Two Bros No Garden House, aka Two Jews No Rod Carews, aka Two uh, Guys No Surprise, aka uh, Two Nerds No Immunity Hurts. I that, like it. That was from uh, Filler Human One Thirty Seven. Did we do that already? Yeah, we already did that one. Did we do that all the Some woman did like three or four of them, and you can't find them. Tilting to the left, but. Uh, not, and insulting and jest. All right, we'll get to those. Hi guys, how are you? Yep. How's everybody doing? Are we okay? Are we making it through this thing? I don't know if we are. We're recording this a couple of days in advance, and you know the news cycle is just turning like crazy every day. So if yeah. we miss something or something large happened, we're and sorry. We're not commenting on it. It's just because we're out. Because we're out ahead, so, and we're just trying to get these things done for you. I want to get into this right away. We've been talking a lot about food stuff that's been happening, and Taco, we talked about Taco Bell a few days ago having their own coming out with their own wine. Yeah, Taco Bell coming out with their own wine. Jalapeno Noir, which apparently pairs very well with Chalupas. Yeah, that's right. Jalapeno Noir, obviously. It is the perfect pairing, okay? The fact that Taco Bell is taking this swing is telling you where we are at these days. It should be a barometer for where we are. Jalapeno Noir pairing with Chalupas is like Chalupas pairing with your toilet. That's right. It's a great pairing. It is a perfect pairing. Like, the two will be fast friends as far as it goes. Buddies. Fast food trying to get classier. They see classy restaurants going out of business right now and having a hard time struggling. They're like, why not? Let's try and get a piece of that market share. We can be a part of that. And thus, the vacuum has been created. They can step right in. They feel like wine at Taco Bell. A no problemo. Yo quiero vino. 
How about Burger King throwing its hat into the throwing its crown into the old ring? Huh? Hey, we did a Burger King commercial. We did not above it. That was not so much fun. It. That was so much fun. They just couple. let us improvise for like two hours straight. They cut two commercials only. Well, used now one. they're making the news because in our minds they're shooting for the stars. They are the Michelin stars. Yes. Burger King thinks it deserves a Michelin star. Yep, this feels about right. Feels right about right now. for right now, doesn't it? You can ask for a Michelin star all you want, BK. Just like you can ask for your Whopper not to kill you slowly, but, but it's, it's going to happen. Both cases. Don't bet on it. Now, you want to talk about the BK Impossible Burger. Now that's on the table. Now we're talking about Michelin that. on that because it might be the best Impossible Burger out there. I've tried it. It's pretty good. Burger King. And we had a great one. Pete Terry's was really good in Austin, Texas. Pete Terry's a great made one. a good one. Pete Terry's made a great one. Burger King has suggested one of his beef burgers deserves a Michelin star. They didn't tell you which not, one. Are they going to tell us which one? Are they going to let They've us know? They've served millions of burgers. You just have to guess, Michelin. Just you go in there find and have it. it again. Good luck. Have at it. I love that they're playing a little cat and mouse with this thing yeah. here. Again, Burger King asking for it, not Michelin sniffing around the fast food industry saying, where can we drop a star? Yeah, down in the Michelin offices, they're not like, have you guys been down to Burger, Burger King, King lately? BK? Burger King's marketing campaign has caught the eye of the respected culinary oh guide. Do you know this? The fast food giant's Belgian arm mm-hmm. uh, launched a petition demanding the sought-after star for its new Master Angus Burger. Mm-hmm. Master Angus Burger, encouraging followers to sign Master an online Angus petition. sounds like the son of a rich white guy. Yeah. Master Angus is the son of a rich white guy who never amounted to what the father wanted him to. Right. You still call him master when he's like 32. Master Angus. Encouraging followers to sign an online petition aimed at Michelin guide inspectors. Well, if there's one thing that the French will do is listen to the public, especially a snooty French restaurant guide. Yeah. Let's open this up to the public and see what they think. And nothing like a petition to get what you need done. done. Here's what BK put out into the universe. All right, we'll happily concede the that star rated and Burger King aren't the obvious match at first sight, the fast food chain admitted. Okay, self-deprecation. I'm on board with Solid. this. I actually like this. Okay. We are listening. But the company added, how many places does your little red book? Now, don't. That to me is pejorative, See, right? Now you're like your Does little, your red, little book, red book where you think you're better than everyone else. Have little red book. How many red pla- how many places does your little red book have that serve exceptional dishes that are on the table in five minutes? And you There's just lost, you lost them. them. Right? Who cares how long it takes? Michelin isn't in the game of can you get it to me quick? That's right. In fact, if it gets too quick gets there too quickly, they're like, you should have spent more time on it. Yeah. How why are you rushing this out? It's like saying to a movie critic, and the best part is the movie's only 65 minutes long. You're like, well, you could have taken more time to develop the characters. I would have loved it if it was three hours long. If it's good. We deserve that little start, don't you think? The advertisement continued. No. Uh, no. Based on what? Based on what? Based you, on the fact that you say you deserve it? You've offered, Based on the fact that it comes out quickly? You've offered no other reasons except that it comes out quickly. The stunt didn't actually take off, exactly take off at first. Fewer than 500 people signed a petition, but it did prompt a response on, response on Facebook from Michelin. Okay. The guide's social media team who said, uh, who said you needed silver service, Michelin guide wrote in a response to a post by Burger King in Luxembourg, which also promoted the campaign before suggesting that they would indeed try a burger silver service. Wow. What the hell is that? And who, who said you needed it? You did it. say you needed Nobody it. Nobody did. Nobody said or you needed it. who is saying that you need it? I don't know. Me, th- I'm so confused right Michelin now. Michelin is raising a lot of questions. More questions than answers. They're like Trump's personal physician. He get out there and say something, and now we're like, but I know less now. So when did he have it? We're not going to go into the past. Well, you kind of have to. 
You you, you have to go into the You past. are the spokesman. Michelin jokingly promised that an inspector would judge the burger on its standard set of criteria. Uh-oh, watch out, which includes the quality of the ingredients, yeah. <laughs> the mastery of cooking, yeah. the harmony of flavors, stop, Nothing stop, there. stop, and how much personality of the chef comes through in each dish. The chef? The chef. We talk about chef. Chef is a 14-year-old guy in the <laughs> back right. who used to be the manager. That's where the chef's thing the guy who defrosts the stuff. Goes sideways. Not saying that these people aren't good at what they do, defrosting meat. But the chef is a stretch. Call him the defroster. It's like calling it a restaurant. That's a stretch. We've been over this many times on Dumb People Town. We've said it with our buddy Dan Van Kirk. If the tables are nailed down to the floor, it's it not, is not a restaurant. restaurant. If the food has little pictures on the cash register where they pay, so they don't even have no, it's not, it's not a restaurant. If the chef has to be driven there because he doesn't have his license yet, it's not a chef. He's the cook. If everyone's wearing a paper hat, it's not a chef. It's not a chef. If you give away toys with your meal, it's not, not a, a chef. It's not a restaurant. The first Michelin guide was published in 1900 as a travel guide for motorists in France, and the publication has since become the foremost authority. It's sure. nice to see that on gastronomy worldwide. Inspectors use five criteria to judge uh, the output and have awarded at least one Michelin star to over to more than 15,000 restaurants well, worldwide. 15,000? Uh, there are probably 15,000 Burger Kings in Belgium alone. I think there are 15,000 Burger Kings in Grand Central Station. No. There are, the Long Island There may Railroad. only be 15. Right. There may only be one. We only be a couple. I'm Burger just, King has surprisingly, by the way, never made the cut. It's never gotten a star. There are actually only 13,000 Burger Kings. I did the research worldwide. In the world. Okay. Yeah. It's tell it like it is, sister. Come on. I am. No, it's not it's surprising, not surprising anyway. They have never I feel one. like Michelin's review of Burger King may get the franchise shut down in all of your Yeah, Do you be really careful what this? you wish for because now they're gonna start snooping around what you're doing and how you're making your meat. So 105 restaurants are currently listed in the guide as having been awarded the maximum of three Michelin stars. So you want three now. Mm -hmm. But what if Burger King gets a Michelin star? Then what, Jay? What happens at that point? Do you start charging $40 for that special master? Tell you what doesn't happen. People taking Michelin seriously. Number one. It's like the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here's my question. If you did sell a $40 burger at Burger King, I bet people would buy it. I bet you would get a lot of people being like, I got to try this thing. I'll slap down two 20s and try and see Here's what this you'll thing get. is. A lot of people who will try it once. What if they love it? What if it's really good? If me- Michelin wouldn't give it the star. So, it- so I, okay, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay. It may it remade that company. That's right. Popeye's was on the fringe. And this then they could made be this the thing sandwich. that makes Burger King that Gamble. could take it to the next level. Gamble, baby. Start to, make, start to make food that appeals to the finest palates. Start to force your workers to wear tuxedos. There you go. Valet parking at each Burger King. Service, Service fit for a king. king. That's how you do it. Do it. Get that star. All right. That's a By the way, you story. can't get a star just for one piece of food. No. The whole the restaurant, restaurant experience. Get, so again, Burger, five criteria for one star. Burger King not getting it right, but at least they're taking a swing for the fences. And so are we. That's our first story. We are down. When we come back, there's a commemorative coin on the horizon that you will not believe exists. And you will not want to buy. This is uh, Sclubber Country, the virus edition. Stay with us. Huzzah! I'm writer-director Cliff Dorfman, and I'm here with this guy. Me, the guy who failed puppet school, Jason Smith. 
Ah, good one. And we're here to talk to you about our daily podcast, Stuck at Home with Cliff and Jason. Jason Smith. Yeah, every day, rain or shine, like weird-ass postmen, we talk with our tours, talent, and critics about the shows we love and the ones that we want you to love. And the ever-changing landscape of our business, from streaming wars to what's worth streaming. Plus, I gotta say, we do have some pretty damn fine guests, don't we, Jason? Oh, hell yeah, we do. We got guests like David Arquette, the infamous and hysterical Gilbert Godfrey, and legendary writer David Kep. Yeah, I mean, we really do span the entire gamut. Plus, we always have some interesting surprises, stats, our no-guest Wednesdays, TM pending. Where can everybody find us, Jason? You know, all the places. Starburns Audio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, all the usual suspects where you go to get your podcast. All right, so have we uh, We pretty much do this? Are we done? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we that good? covers it. All right, let's go. Stuck at home. Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Beat you to it. Uh, we've got the live Dumb People Town tickets that are for sale November 7th. You're going to want to do it. You're going to need it. You're going to want to need it, and you're going to want to do it. So it's the Saturday night, November 7th, after the election. You're either going to be so psyched about the election results, you're going to be terrified because you don't know what the election results are, That's or what you're going to be miserable. So, so either way, we've got you covered. We're going to take care of you for that night for those couple of hours. Just get your tickets. Come to the pre-show. Post-show, there are only four tickets left. So come to the pre-show. Those are like mini shows in their own Q&As. They're super fun. So uh, if you go to eventbrite.com, look up Live Down People Town. There are still some general admission tickets, couples tickets. Many. Not many. I think they're going pretty fast. So pick them up. John Hamm and the band Tennis. Those are the guests. And eventbrite.com, Live Down People Town, November 7th. Also, our YouTube page. Please check it out. Follow us on TikTok. We just had a, a video uh, eclipse a million views on TikTok, and which is crazy. gun nuts coming after us. It's All right, fun. here All we right. go. All right, remember when <clears throat> the president in a debate, this is a long time ago. This is yeah. as much as like several news cycles ago. ago. Uh, mocked his opponent for wearing a mask everywhere. Yeah, and he even joked about how weak he looked because he the was mask wearing, was so, so big. big. Yeah, remember that, that joke? Back, remember way back there? It almost yeah, it feels it almost feels impossible that the guy who saw the mask as a sign of weakness is now weakened from the very virus that the mask protects you against. Doesn't that seem impossible? Karma is a boomerang. It We've is. always said that. Well, there is no end to the insanity and the spin cycle where there is an unimaginable will. There is a stupid way. And when there's a stupid way, there's a way to try to make money off that stupid way. That's right. The Trump defeats COVID commemorative coins. None of you have been been asking asking for are now for sale. Yeah. Got to give the hilarious folks over at FARC where we get a lot of the stories. They made basically the same joke I made the second I saw that they were there. I was like, if he dies, from it to the coins get sent down to Honduras with all of the Buffalo Bills Super, Super Bowl, Bowl championship Ch- sweatshirts that yeah, are down there. That's right. Because we said that there are probably whole swaths of like Central American countries who Nicola, like- Managua that think the Buffalo Bills in the 90s were the best team in football. Right. That's what they so think. All they, they, made, they print up championship jerseys for both teams. If but it goes they either way, gotta go down to you. Some of them have to disappear. Uh, they're in the Ukraine. Uh, they, to me, these, these coins are like those pennies that you can smash. And you put them through that grinder and it smashes them at, at the a, zoo at a museum. Or yeah. A zoo. zoo yeah. Or so a, they're bent. They're out of shit. They're misshapen and they're not worth anything. They're a waste of money like yeah. Trump himself. All right. Let's get into it. Commemor- commemorative coins celebrating President Donald Trump's 
apparent survival of COVID-19, apparent survival. Yeah. Do, do, do uh, we need to rush these through? This is like a Neil Young song about Katrina yeah. two days after it happened. You don't need to rush these coins into production. Well, they're now available for pre-order. They better get, better get a good refund deal going on. These, yeah, exactly. What I say. Are they in production? That's what I want to know. That's right. Are they in production? What and, is the image on the coin is what I want. Is it him gasping for air on the balcony of the White House? Yeah. Is it him holding a Bible upside down after he tear gassed a bunch of of peaceful, peaceful protesters. protesters. Yeah. Is it him just raiding young girls at a party with Jeffrey Epstein? Is that is the image on the thing? Downing Diet Cokes and Big Macs? What What's is the, the image? Him spending $70,000 on that stupid haircut? Yeah. We don't know. The $100 Trump defeats COVID coins are on sale on the website of the White House gift shop, which, by the way, is not affiliated with the White House. White what House gift shop not, not affiliated, affiliated with the White House. I always thought there was a, a gift shop in the White House right outside of the Lincoln bedroom, you so, know? So you pick up some travel toothpaste. You might need to pick up uh, some chapstick. Some condoms if you're Trump. If you're Clinton, too. It's not there. That's not? Yeah. Something tells me that the White House gift shop puts the white in the White House. This White House, white power right white here. White power, baby. You can buy Trump commemorative white hoods yeah, at the White they House They say good people shop. on all sides That's of right. the hood. On all sides of the on hood, all sides it says, of the hood good, says good people on all yeah. sides. Yeah. According to a statement of the gift shop's website, the coin is part of a series designed by Anthony Gianniani. Gianniani. Uh, chairman of the White House. Giannini makes Scaramucci seem white bread. Giannini, I think it's the name. Yeah, Giannini. Right. Anthony Giannini. Giannini. Chairman. Most, of gift, the, sh most gift shops don't Chairman have, of the White House gift shop. Chairman. Most gift shops don't have chairman. Most gift shops don't have a board of which someone can be the chairman of that board. The crazy thing is that the board of this gift shop is better staffed than his presidential Probably. cabinet. Probably. Which, by the way, you- you can buy your own cabinet at the White House gift shop. That's right. If you need to buy a cabinet, you can buy that. It can just hide all of your Nazi memorabilia inside right. of it. That's perfect. It's a lovely. Uh, or display your Trump beat COVID $100 commemorative coin collection that is literally worth less, worth less than a Trump steak. There you go. This feels like a lot of bureaucracy for a gift shop. I wonder if this guy, and this is what I feel like, did he toil? Give me his story. I wonder if he toiled in the lower positions of this gift shop. Sure. For years, he was just a gift shop aide. Mm -hmm. Giannini. 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 Then he rose up to the gift shop junior partner stage. All right. Mm -hmm. There he worked really hard for got years. tenure. And then he got tenure. Yep. And then he was made a full partner. Sure. And after 40 years of giving his best, <laughs> neglecting his family, mm -hmm. winning and whining it's and dining clients. It's the gift shop for me. He's answered that question several times. He finally times. won. He's been whining and dining clients, spending countless hours on the road, promoting his place. He got a seat on the board. Yep. That he fought like hell. Stabbed every other board member in the back. G Gianni. Giannini. I don't know how to Giannini. say it. Giannini. It's Giannini. Giannini wanted to be the chairman of the gift shop title. He wanted that more than anything of it in his life. He formed alliances. He mm -hmm. leveraged everything as good. His marriage couldn't withstand it. All of his marriages couldn't withstand it. But he didn't care. Nope. Because in 2019, he was made chairman of the White House gift shop. And he, not affiliated with the White House. And he wanted the perfect moment to cement his name in the record books. And so this is it. He waited till the president, who thought it was all a hoax, got COVID-19. Then he released the commemorative Trump beats COVID, COVID coin. coin. Before we know if he beat COVID or not. That'll make everything I sacrificed worth it. 
he said to no one because his daughters and ex-wife no longer live with him. Mm -hmm. He said it to his Amazon Alexa, actually, because he just wanted to hear a woman's voice respond to him. Even what would she say? Even though she said, I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. Never mind that that's a response of anyone who has any sense in their head to the notion that you could come out with a commemorative coin that says a guy beat COVID before he actually fully beats COVID. I don't know what to do with that. It still felt good to hear a woman's voice. Did. Giannini said. said to himself. I of love course. the picture that we're painting of this guy. He described the COVID-19 coin as the last in a series illustrating President Trump's ascendance over and defeat of the deadly COVID pandemic virus. This to me is Trump's like it's a, his version of the mission accomplished banner, right? Only like his hands, much tinier and less effective. Smaller and less significant. Mm-hmm. Ascendance means falling into a dark abyss, right? Yeah, Am I right when I say that? Yeah. And series? Come a on. Ser- series? What what are the early coins in the series? I have no idea. Is it him knowing it's deadly, but then downplaying it? To Bob Woodward? Yeah. Is it him just saying this will be gone in 15 days? Is it him telling people to inject themselves with bleach? Is it him holding like a super spreader event? Is, is that it, it? Is it him putting his staff and their families at risk so he can drive around and wave at people for no reason? That's the series. And then That's it ends it. with and this. And it ends with this. Landing at the White House... On Marine One, Trump gingerly climbed. Trump, Trump, Trump gingerly climbed the South Portico steps, removed to his mask, and declared, "I feel good." On the second take, that that's was right. On the second, he was, was not coughing, on the first take. He was coughing, and he didn't look good on the first take. Yeah. yeah so the so second take is always triumphantly ridiculous. rose and did it on the second take. take. He gave a double thumbs up, just like the two takes it took for him to be able to do it. One, two. To the departing helicopter from the terrace where the aides had arranged American flags for the sunset occasion. Are we talking about the sunset of his life? Yes, the sunset of his life. He entered the White House then, where aides were visibly milling about in the blue room. And he wasn't wearing a mask. And none of them were wearing face coverings. He's got COVID, guys. So everyone's learned from their mistakes. Good. He's got it. He's got the disease. We're not questioning whether he has it or not. He's got it. By the way, when did the commemorative coin... Go on sale. Go on sale. Commemorative coin went on sale. The Trump beat COVID commemorative coin went on sale before he was released from the hospital. So it was released before he was released. Nothing like high stepping at your own 40 and holding the ball out while the disease version of Don Beebe runs up behind you. Five yards away. All right, Leon, let it happen. We'll be back on the campaign trail soon. The fake news only shows fake polls. That's what Trump said. <laughs> he tried to suppress a cough. The, I mean, Giannini. You got to be chairman of the board. That's right. Of the White House gift shop, which is not affiliated with the White House. And this is your first move. Dude, he was breathing harder than Gandolfini on a on a on an episode where he had to do any kind of stair climbing on the Sopranos. That's right. There you go. That's a show. So don't go pick up that coin. That's all I can tell you. That uh, is I, don't, a show. I don't know if it's worth a hundred bucks. I, don't I mean, it so. might be worth a lot of money if he goes. Yeah, if he goes. If he goes, then maybe it becomes a collector's item. You never know. Mistakes, all right, guys. Mistakes go for more money. Than, maybe that's what this guy's Maybe thinking. that's this guy's. Maybe, maybe he's a genius. I don't know, know what we're talking about. What all do right. we know? That is a show, guys. Stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected, guys. This is not a hoax. But we've got the jokes. This is not a hoax. So wear a mask, everybody. We're telling you to do it because we care about you and we want you to stay safe. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. La di da, la di da di da di da, la di da da da. In my car. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.